now. Oh, okay. Well, I'll hang up then. <laughs> All right. So this is, uh, we have officially began recording this podcast. So Sweet. I still have no dedicated intro, but I will introduce you as the only man who's been invited to a bar with Mark Tremonti along with true. me. So this we is got to, that was a night. That was a good night, dude. That was, was a good fun. night. I just like that he was so kind of down to earth yeah, and just chill. I mean, look, he even made, let us make fun of him for drinking Bud Light. He got his free Bud Light, though, which is cool. Yes, he did. He told the bartender that we were in a band. Not the band. He said they're in a band. Yeah, yeah just gotta give him beer. Give him beer. Which was cool. Uh, I really appreciated the fact that we were like, he was talking at one point about like living in Florida and he's like, they're working on like both of the exits closest to my house. So it takes me like an extra 20 minutes to get to Target. And we were both like, you, you shop at Target? Right. I shop at Target. <laughs> it's funny because I feel like he's, and I mean, I've heard a lot from like other people that have met him and said that he's the like pretty much like us. Like you go out, you do the road thing, whatever. And then it's like, when you're home, like, okay, yeah, I'm home. Normal guy. Go to Home Depot. Maybe a little Bad Bath & Beyond for, you know, if we have time. But, like, it he's, he's, he strikes me as an so Ikea cool. guy. So. Actually, a lot of, I know a lot of those guys. Like, seven, all the Seven Dust guys? Yeah. The exact same way. Yeah, I just, like, I have a hard time identifying with the dudes who just want to be, like, the typical, like, 80s rock star cliche. And that's why most of them kind of, I don't know, fizzle out. I, I, I don't know. Because it's like you see them all on stage, big, you know, lighting, all this other stuff. And then you actually like hang out with them, talk to them. They're like, oh, hey, yeah, what's going on? And then like they'll FaceTime the kids and they're like, hey, we're at Target. Do you need anything? You know, like, yeah, like well, yeah. You can have a cool job, but still be a normal dude. Right. And I don't, I'm figuring that out luckily very early on in my the timeline of my my weird music audio career so i don't have to like you know and and that's the thing is when you've been around a lot of the guys like that you learn that like egos don't make it i'm sorry like no it's the the only thing that separates them is the work ethic what are they willing to do and sacrifice to get to that but then also like you can still be just a dude who's fun to hang out with yeah like i watched uh it was an interview it was billy keller the guitar player for mastodon mm-hmm. i remember who the hell dude i don't remember who he was talking to but he was like you know out here on the road it's i have people for this i have people for this he's like it still weirds me out and then as soon as i get home off the road and it's like all right you know i got time and it's like okay well you got to take your kids to school. We got to mm-hmm. do this. We got baseball practice at 10 o'clock. You got this, you got that. And then it's, by the way, you got to wake up at 630 and feed everybody. And then you got to be back at school at three o'clock to pick them all up. And it's like, okay. Yeah, it's a normal, normal thing. Yeah. So it's kind of funny that, you know, you hear all these big things and not like, oh, you know, we woke up at six at night, you know, pounded a bottle of whiskey before we got out of bed. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, yep. So I woke up at 630, had coffee, exhausted. I have a cool job, but I'm a completely functioning adult. Yeah, right. And that's all I want to be. Not like stereotypical normal adult. Like, you know, I don't have to drive to the cubicle every day. No, no, no. You still get to do fun stuff. But still, it's like the responsibility of, you know, having two kids and 
you know, dude, we've done shows where we've come to, I don't think I've come home to like four 30 in the morning. Yeah. I've exhausted. Guess who's up at six 37 AM poking me in the face. Like, come on, daddy, come on, get up. Let's go. And it's like, <sighs> all right. Come on, man. I'm trying, to, trying to be a rock star here. <laughs> yeah. Like get, get, give, give daddy at least till eight. Just give me till eight. I need a little bit. Just cartoons are on channel 70 and like, you know how the microwave works. Just figure it out. Right. And yeah, I don't work with a four year old. He just kind of jumps and he's like, all right, come on, let's go. Hey, let's go. That's all we're going to do. But like today I have my schedule. Yeah. The, the four year old man, like four year olds live like rock stars and they don't even know it yet. They have no clue. He does whatever he wants. Yeah. You were just talking about it. Like he has, you know, he has a guy to get, get him food and you know, someone to take him places. And you know what? That's true. Daddy, come on. We're going on a Home Depot run. I don't need anything, but I want to go look at, and this is true story. Like all the Christmas stuff. Mm-hmm. He loves all the Christmas decorations, all the Halloween decorations. Yeah. Like so, the big inflatable ones. Dude. Yeah. He loved like We have one. He it's outside. Well, I thought he would scare shitless of it's a, uh, it's like a pumpkin head, like this creepy looking thing. And he calls him Mr. Pumpkin. That's his best friend. He gives him high fives every morning, every night. That's cool. So he's like, daddy, come on, get in the car. We're going to Home Depot. I want to go see the inflatables. Like, okay. Okay. <laughs> right. Well, we're going to go look. And it's like, yep. Yes, we are. Let's go. Yep. Put your shoes on. Like, Jesus, boss. <laughs> he would, uh, it's like a, a living version of that Axl Rose, like yellow jacket story. Did you, do you know that one? I, I vaguely know it. I don't know like enough details. I don't but, know, you know all the specifics, but basically it boils down to is that like Axel left his like stage jacket in another country. I guess they were in Europe or something. So they like say they like they left it in England and he was now playing in like France that night. So he sent a roadie on a plane back to the venue to get the yellow jacket and then fly back so he could play that night. Jesus. You know, it so, must be. So I don't know if we ever had the balls to do that to somebody. No, I don't care about clothing enough to. You know, if it was like a certain yellow jacket, but you know what? There's, you call the venue, go, hey, can you ship this back to my house or whatever? Not. Nah. Yeah. But same thing, like he wants to do. He's like, daddy, let's, uh, let's go, let's go play guitar downstairs. Yeah. But you're that roadie at being a parent. I'm definitely like roadie. roadie. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's the rock star. He's the one that's got like all the all the shit going on, and I'm just following behind him. Like, all right, all right, come on, let's go. All right, when right. this breaks, I gotta fix it. So, <laughs> pretty much, dude, he's broken. I think every like little spare guitar I have at home, like all my older guitars, mm-hmm. he's broken all the like damn near all the strings off of them. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm tuning it as tight as possible. It'll sound obviously. <laughs> Break it and then he'll just strum it so hard and then it pops and he's like, Daddy gotta fix this one. Just hands it right off like guitar tech daddy. Like, all right, all right. Dang it. Here you go. We've all seen it happen live. Oh yeah, dude. And it's it's it. He he runs it. He's like, Daddy, I'm still playing. I'm gonna play this guitar while you restring this one so I can have that back to finish this. And then you can fix the one that I was playing on while you were fixing the other one. <laughs> Dude, it's never ending. Like, I'm glad that we got like the Kurt Mangan string thing. Mm. If not, I, I'd be losing my ass. It's up. It's probably a mortgage payment and guitar strings as much as he goes through it. I mean, at least you're lucky to have worked very hard to get to all of the endorsements or sponsorships that you currently have. Yeah, I don't even know what word to use, but dude, it's cool. Yeah. It's never, never in a million years, dude. 
then I ever think I'd have like an endorsement with a string company, lace pickups, you know, Gibson, David Hall K. Like, never, never, dude. Yeah, I imagine that's a, a pretty like because I I don't have anything yet, nor do I necessarily like. If it happens, cool, but I don't identify with the need to be like, hey, right. So it's funny how it all worked out because we did like everything we used mm-hmm. or that we had like the endorsements for, we already had. Yeah. So it's like we already used pick holes. We already used actually we I did a podcast uh for the Weatherly and um they were the ones that actually turned me and John on to the Kurt Mangan strings because we're like, oh yeah, you know, we did a review on them and like here, try them out. Yeah. And we fell in love with them. Like I was using the NYXLs which are like the Diodarios, right? Yeah, dude, they're like almost 20 bucks a pack. They but, are very expensive. I mean, they're good, but they're, they're very good. So we tried these ones. I honestly fell in love. I couldn't tell the difference. And they last just as long. So we just started buying them and then hit them up. Yeah. And we're like, oh, yeah, you guys have already bought like 40 packs. So you obviously believe yeah. in our product. So. Yeah, like so. Here you go. We'll 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 uh, we'll do a joint venture with you guys, and uh, it's we'll take cool. care of you. You take care of us. Like, yep. okay, sweet. Same thing with Pickle. Like, we sent them a message, and like, hey, look, we really love your cables. And like, okay, cool. Well, now you know they check all the stuff out, and then they're like, all right, well, now you're going to be a pickle artist, and we got like a box. That's sick. Every cable, like, we had no idea. They literally just said, like, what cables do you guys have? Like, oh, you know, we got, like, the 20-footers. We got, you know, like, little... Um, the, like, three-inch ones for your power yeah, sure six-inch or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Your cable. You know, we got all that. So then we got a box, I think it showed up at John's house, of just... And I mean, like, just cables and cables and cable, like, everything. Like... That's sick. Holy shit. Like, but... Or the other ones are still good. <laughs> so <laughs> then we started bringing home and you... And um, Gibson one, that one was a big deal. I think huge. was that last year when you were working through it or were you already, when we met up at, I guess we sort of like, we met playing a show together back in the day mm-hmm. and then, but we didn't really like hit it off until the seven dust concert a couple months later. Well, you, you know how shows are, dude. Everybody's so like, you're getting pulled so many daily, you're kind of talk a little bit here and there. Yeah, yeah. Like, you get pulled so many places. Um, I think the Gibson thing was, in the works because i remember you talking about like being on the phone with someone from gibson at that show not the one that we played but the seven dust show that we we both attended not knowing that the other was attending but yeah it was it was kind of cool that all that all worked out that's a fun night dude it was a blast but yeah we talked to them and then they were kind of like well we see even though we're you know we're not signed we're not any kind of anything like do yeah. we just we have fun we play wherever they tell us to play wherever somebody wants us we just go and do and we have you know you know yeah. how we are we're just cool we're we just kind of we do our thing you guys are and a fun band to see live thank you and i mean that genuinely like i i think i've only seen you guys play once because you always like the problem with me being in bands and now like doing like audio stuff in like the live realm is that every invite for a show I get, I'm either playing a show or working a show. Ah, dude, I'm with you. So it's... And we don't ever even play, like, I think we play in Maryland. 
like two times a year, maybe. Okay. Just because it's so oversaturated. So like, it's like, oh, hey, we're planning a show, but it's in, you know, like Waynesboro or mm-hmm. Virginia, West Virginia or Delaware or yeah. Northern Pennsylvania. So it's, we completely spread it out. But, um, what the hell are we talking about? The Gibson thing. Gibson thing. Yeah. Yeah. So we end up talking to them and they're like, oh yeah, you know, we know, uh, we recognize your name. Mm-hmm. Like, pretty sure you don't, but okay. I think you're I, thinking I, like we're, we're from nothing. We're not nothing more. I don't know if you're if, like, Hey, if you're going to confuse me and give me an endorsement, go ahead. Like, but you don't want to go under like false pretenses. Be like, no, oh, no, yeah, no. You know, I, so we're like, hey, you're sure, okay, sure. They're like, no, 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 because you've played with a bunch of Gibson bands, and your name pops up on the flyers that we chat, like okay. Paula Mudd, I think was one of them. Um, I don't even remember. Like, who? They, she just started rambling off. I'm like, yeah, we play with them. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, we know. We've seen the flyers. Like when it shows up on the show dates, and you kind of click it. Like we do our homework, and then. From nothing, from nothing, from nothing. Like we know where you're at. I'm like, oh, cool. Well, you're like I'm in my basement right now. This is pretty sick, <laughs> right? Like even if you sh- shoot me down, somebody that works at Gibson's like, oh yeah, we know you're banding. Like, okay, that's a win. That's, that's a win. I'll take that. When you're in the entertainment industry, it's not bad to be recognized. Not at all. Especially for the right reasons of working hard and being on a lot of bills than like doing some sort of nonsensical viral internet thing yeah and that's the thing like we're you know dude we're all a little bit older so the whole we're a little behind the curve like i know spotify everybody's like you gotta plug i got spotify confused with soundcloud (laughs) like i do it i'll admit that so everybody's like oh you gotta do spotify you gotta do and i'm like why do i want to do that that's where all the the mumble rapper dead wrong yep Uh, yeah we were, uh, yeah, it was about a year or so behind everything on Spotify. I'm like, oh, that's what's oh, oh, it's cool. Yeah. Shit. My bad. My uh, bad. You know, at, at least you can admit it. Oh, we definitely. I would have just, just kept going on the offense. Like, these goddamn Spotify rappers. Because <laughs> <laughs> every time I kept hearing SoundCloud, and I'm like, I don't know what that is, but isn't it Spotify? Like, no, no. Spotify is that. I'm like, I mean, this podcast is not available on SoundCloud, but it is on Spotify. So your Spotify yeah. listeners could also listen to this if they cared to. Oh, nice. That would be nice or neat. Yeah, we, were, uh, we were way, way, way behind on that one. But yeah, you don't pay attention. I'd, A lot yeah, of the stuff, we just show up, make videos, have fun. We're not even really make videos. We record videos of each other. Yeah. And then it's like, ah, show we like, we're just keeping it for ourselves that's fair that's fair it just kind of sucks that everybody you know now with the quarantine stuff everybody's like well yeah video 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 like shit probably should jump on that yeah i should yeah i've i had been procrastinating on doing like youtube audio stuff because i think there's a there's an important gray area that's being missed between like drum related content and engineering related content Oh, really? Like certain YouTube drummers, and I'm not knocking anyone's effort, but they'll they'll approach a comparison where their engineering is flawed. Ah, yeah. And then I'll see engineers compare drum-related things where the engineering is right, but the fundamental like drum drum baseline test is wrong. 
Nice. And I'm like, oh, wait, this is going to be my kind of like. To prove like, no, nope, don't blame me. It's actually end, yeah. you. Yeah. Nice. So this quarantine has been great because it's given me like a lot of time to like, I bought a camera at the very beginning that I've been messing around with just to get nice. familiar with it. And then I've scripted a bunch of, of videos that I'm planning on making when I'm allowed to have be around more people because i'm going to need a little bit of help with it obviously yeah so, so that's right so what's what's the uh the pa thing with you guys did they shut you down till for the quarantine like the mayor's not allowing anybody out for like a long time now i think it's kind of weird in pa because they're saying they're like they extended the it's called like safer at home instead of stay at home yeah and that's through june but then we're doing like a color-coded county thing so, like, on Friday, we should be in the yellow, which we can have, like, gr- meetings up to, like, 24 people or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I actually go back to work tomorrow. Nice. Not full-time. Not full we have an install thing. That's why I got confused when you said PA thing, because my mind went to public address system. Uh, oh, my bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. I meant, yeah. yeah. No, I got it. The state of Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, Pennsylvania. Because, like, yes, we are installing a PA in the install gig that we got but that's i haven't talked to anyone about that because that <laughs> yeah, could get cool and i have this whole weird thing where if i talk about cool things that are in the works they won't happen because like i feel like i'll jinx it that's usually how that's a lot of this shit like we'll have something in the works they're like so i heard you're like nah. no we don't really know we don't really know that happens it's like hell yeah it did but but since we're doing like the one theater that I'm the main audio guy at, we are closed. And we got an email a couple of weeks ago that says like, we will open at in September the earliest. And I was like, that seems a little extreme. That's insane. Well, I mean, I think, what is it? Tennessee or I think it was Tennessee opened up. Um, all their like the live venue joints and stuff already. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I mean, was- Something like that. But now, like, so Maryland, like, I live in Harford County. Right. So as soon as Friday, 5 o'clock thing, our mayor, whatever, they're like, yep, go do your thing. Everything is open, which has been awesome. But now, like, Baltimore County, Baltimore City, and a bunch of other ones are like, ah, mm-mm, nope, nope, nothing's open. You got to stay at home. So I'm kind of enjoying it up here. <laughs> it's- like, dude, yesterday was so nice, like, my wife's car and my truck haven't been washed in like, I don't even know how to like six, pretty much since the quarantine. Yeah. And then every time I get to like wash them, like I like a clean car, you know, right. it's got to look clean. And every time like I get a free, t- like, you know, a free hour or whatever, it's raining or they're calling. Uh, yeah. So dude, it's just been, but like yesterday, me and, uh, me and my boy went out, got both cars washed, drove around like downtown Bel Air, went and picked up lunch, picked up drinks, and just windows down. Everybody was walking on Main Street, you know, masks, whatever. Yeah. But like stores were kind of open, they were on the sidewalk. And like he was just, he was loving life too, just like waving to everybody. Yeah, it feels like so- he was afraid. He's like, hi. Hey, like he hasn't seen people in forever. Like, holy shit, what is this new species I haven't seen in so long? <laughs> It was a good, it was, it was good. It was a good day. Yeah. Like even, uh, we did, so we did the walkthrough for the installation that we're doing on, I think Wednesday or Thursday of last week. And I like, I took my mask off 
just like for a second. And I looked at one of the guys on the crew and I was like, it smells like the public in here. <laughs> I was like, all I've been smelling has been the outside or my house. So like, you don't, you don't realize how much like even your senses get stimulated just doing a normal thing. Yeah, because you're stuck in. You know what your house smells like. You know, obviously, what outside's going to smell like. But yeah, when you go into another place, it's like, whoa. Or it's so weird. Like, you know, you go to a bar. Yeah. And I, I know we, we get it all the time. You know, like, how many times have we gone to like venues where we've shown up for a concert and it's so packed? And then you're playing there and you go in and it's dead empty. And you're like, yeah. holy shit, I didn't notice that. Holy shit, I didn't know it. Like, it, it's crazy, but now it's like, you know, you go in somewhere and it's like, I don't ever know what it looks like when it's this empty. It's yeah. I will say that the first show that I mix after this quarantine ends is going to be very loud. That's funny. I'm just like, well, we're just going to see. I have to. I have to. I've, I've missed doing live stuff so much. Hell yeah, dude. Dude, we miss playing live. I know. I like, like, like Some of ours... I don't remember for sure. I think some of them got like rescheduled to like July, August. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping, man, I am hoping that, that it sticks and we're able to do it. Yeah. I'm like, you know, it, January and February were kind of empty for me as far as like productions go. Yeah. I mean, like luckily the, the tech director of my theater is cool. So I could like come in for a couple hours a day and just like do some maintenance stuff, which it needed to be done, but it's not the most fulfilling thing. It's not dire. Yeah. Yeah. Like taking inventory, cleaning the audio room and reorganizing it. And I, like, we could probably get rid of this. I need to fix these things. We need to order new of this. Buildings, just some stuff for around the building, which was fine but it was like just about to hit the point of like i'm gonna have a lot of gigs i'm gonna have a lot of shows to do i'm gonna have like i should be today i should be wrapping up like 18 straight days of live production work right and it's just nope oh dude i'm with you like we did a home show on leap here at black eyed Susie's, the bar right down the street from our house that we yeah. all carry on out had that had a blast I think we had a bunch of shows and a couple runs in April. I think we had, I, I can't remember if we had something. I don't even remember anything anymore with all this shit. Every day is blurred together. Oh my God, dude. Cause so I, think we had, I can't remember if we had something in March, but I know we had a couple shows in April, a couple things in May. And then we were going to start recording uh, with my buddy, Jeff, with his studio, Vital Root. It's actually not far from you. I think it's in like New Windsor. Okay. Or, Tiny town, uh, Carroll County. Yeah. Um, that's kind of like splitting the difference or like the, the distance between you and me. It's about right. Yeah. I think it's like an hour ish from us. It's probably uh, like 40, we had, 45 from me. Uh, it's not bad, but we had like all this stuff, like pretty much set and going. And then it kind of peaked a little bit, like in, you know, March when they're like, Oh, Hey, China. So we're like, Okay, yeah, we kind of get it. So then, like, the shows got postponed, you know, in April got canceled. So we're like, yeah. all right, let's go. Then we'll just start the studio a hell of a lot earlier. You know, it's, it's in Maryland. We're not going out of the state. We're not going. We're going to be all right. We'll just drive up. And now we got plenty of time to set our shit. 
And then I think it was like the week before, or maybe a couple of days before, they were like, nope, stay at home, essential travel, you do not. And I'm like, ah. so like everything that we had set was just, I'm with just complete dead. So like, God damn it. Yeah, and unfortunately, I ended on the gig that you want to end on, but also not want to end on because we played really, really well. So and it was one of those where, like, we went out on a high note, I guess, but at the same time, it was also one of those, like, oh, we're finally re-catching the flow of playing because we, we were, you know, busy in the fall last year as a band. And, I mean, I'm not, like, I don't write any of the songs. I'm just a hired gun to play yeah. live. But then we didn't play a show in December or January. And we did one like half an hour set for a charity festival in Gettysburg in nice. February. But then we got we had, like, <laughs> we had our, our 90 minute set in March, I think on the 12th. So it was like right before everything started getting it canceled. Started shutting down, yeah. I think we were like the last show at that specific venue before everything got closed. So See, it's weird. It's like, that's kind of cool. But then at the same time, it's like... Sad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the last last one we did was at Black Eyed Susie's. And we order food from there a lot. So, like, I wasn't... The first one before it was, like, straight up curbside. Like, you could go in and then pick your food up. Yeah. I looked over and, like, on the chalkboard still was, like, you know, Saturday, February 29th from nothing. Like... And it was already like, I'm like, that should have already been erased and somebody else there. Yeah, there, but should still, be, there should have been like 12 other things on there by now. Right. But still, it's like looking in and going, ah, all right, that's kind of cool. Like our name's still still on there. So I'll take it as a win. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to be as positive as possible through all this. Like if this quarantine wouldn't have started, this podcast wouldn't have started. So it's true. Yeah. I mean, we did uh same thing. Yeah. If we, if everything would have continued on. Like I wouldn't have bought like the interface and all that and actually start figuring out how to like record shit at home. Like it would just been, I'll just video it on my phone and then take it to practice and, you know, kind of do what we normally do or not have time to do it. Yeah. So it kind of worked out a little bit better that I'm learning a little bit on it, but still I'd rather be in the studio or playing out. Yeah. On the stage and sitting in my basement, you know, with, my laptop and interface and speakers on top of a Marshall 412. Learn how to add drum chat. Like, dude, it took me three hours. Like, I'm really, I'm kind of computer savvy, but when it comes to something I've never done, yeah, I'm like, like, I'll grab cars and be like, hey, show, grab daddy's finger, show him where he needs to hit record. Like, you're younger, you know this, I have no clue. Dude, it took me like three hours to figure out how to actually start and make drum tracks. <laughs> I had no clue. I'm like, I was at, I'm like, yeah, why my, is it not working? Why, why, why you no work, robot? Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm tapping the computer as hard as I can. I'm giving you a beat. Why aren't you? You're supposed to. It's touch sensitive. Come on. But, and then I was so I went. That was all Ableton. So I kind of figured that out. And then it was like, you know, I had a, a free whatever thing for um, Pro Tools. I'm like, I'll try Pro. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, you were saying that. But, like, I they've been having problems since this quarantine started because there's a couple people who have taken your route or that route of, like, I'm going to get the home demo studio set up and I'll do the Pro Tools light because I, when I went to audio school, they made us get Pro Tools. Yeah. Which, you know, 
lot of I don't like the software stuff I don't really care about after a certain extent because it's just a workflow thing like of yeah. the of the big like top end softwares they all do the same thing it's just a matter of how you want it done yeah so like I like pro tools in the sense that I'm really familiar with it but I don't like if it went away tomorrow I could adapt to another software and I wouldn't be like well man Right, grumpy old me. Like, I remember, you know, in Pro Tools, this is bullshit. You could do it. All ends up being the same. Thing. I try. I try not to get uptight about subjective things. No, like I, it, it doesn't matter to me. But like, I, I have a one of my clients got Pro Tools Lite, and he got it installed before they did like an update to it or something. So he was good. Know. But then I have some friends' clients who went the pro tools light or free or whatever the hell it's called route and they're having install issues like across the board like regardless of pc or mac or it's like i downloaded it it was good and then as soon as like i already had some like amp sims Mm -hmm. and it would not even like you know i click and drag click and drag and it it never opened up it was like it will it will not you have to use theirs but then you click into theirs and it would just it was unclickable it dude it was a pain it was at a point where i wanted to like completely just smash the computer and i'm like you know what yeah i have those moments with pro tools so i was like i'll go back to ableton where i know now i know how to do stuff and mainly i'm recording it for me to just backtrack to like kind of create shit off of everything like i'm not sending it out i'm not trying to be like a, a master it's just i'm you know how it all came down it was the amp that I use at home fried after it was like an old crate two twelve whatever dude I had this thing like twenty years mm. finally I don't, I don't know what amp you're talking about but I know exactly what amp you're talking about because yeah. every, everyone who plays heavy music to any degree had that crate amp at some point because yeah, it was like the two twelve you could still get everything and had like your little uh, like your delay pedal and like a reverb you could dial everything in yep it was great for you know like the late nineties, early two thousands. And then obviously, you know, you just kind of upgrade and upgrade, but that's been my home. Right. Well, I only took a shit after still 21 ish years. So I'm like, all right, I need an amp at home. I got a 412 at home. Like, what do I get? What? Do I, and then I started looking at amps and I'm like, well, maybe I'll get another Mesa for home. And that, that, dude, those, those prices, I don't know what the hell happened. Mesa prices have jumped crazy crazy but so i'm like looking at this stuff and it was like i think i saw a marketplace of some guy had like a it's like a solid state ran and i like i like randall cabs Mm -hmm. i've never had a randall head i haven't ever heard a randall head in person but i've heard them and they sound but it was a tube pretty sure well this was like a solid state one from some dude had it on like marketplace in like Lancaster or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was like 300 bucks. So I'm like, oh, you know, I can get that, but I don't really know what it's going to sound like. And I don't. so then I was talking to the guy that owns a studio, Jeff I was like, why don't you just get an interface, buy an amp sim pack and do yeah, for demoing. It's super versatile. And he's like, why? He was like, you're not going to like it because it's not your Mesa. He's like, but you can buy like a Mesa plugin for like 40 bucks, get your interface for whatever. 
Yeah. And you have your Mesa at home and you can record all this shit on a tip where you're not going to be able to do that. Like, yeah. All right. Uh, the waves like PRS amp sim sound really good. Yeah. Yeah. And they're pretty affordable. I think, I think they're like, it's like 80 or 90 bucks for four of them or something. It's pretty good. Yeah. I did the, uh, the fluff one off. I think it's like amped roots or something. Yeah, I, I got the free one of that at the beginning of this quarantine. It's pretty good. I, I bought them all. Okay. Dude, that the, his free, well, I don't know, his Friedman amp tone. Yeah. Holy shit. I forget which one I have specific. It was whatever the free one was. I think that one was. was that, it was either, was that his JCM 900 or was that the. I think the free one was. So the, like the EVH one? No, it actually, it. Because he did the Friedman one, the EVH one, the Mesa one, the Mesa one. I don't think it was an orange one that I got. No, no, because I did say I got the free one, and I then I like Mar- it's it. supposed to be a Marshall one. I think you're right. You might still have the because I don't need to get the orange amp sim because my stepdad has a. I think he has a rocker. No, he has a dual terror. Uh, right on. So if I ever need the orange tone, I just go to the shelf back here. And nice. See, we had, had me and John had oranges. I didn't really like it. I we had, but we had the CR one twenties, the solid state one. Yeah. You know we're detuned, and I I like mine a lot lower. Like I like guitar slash bass tone. Like you know being yeah. kind of rhythm whatever. You know me and John. So but. It, I like the lower that like chuggy almost seven string out of a six string. Yeah, I mean oranges aren't the most tight sounding amp in the world. No. And it's but I like for the guitar tones that I like, because I'm not much of a player. Yeah. I like really like doomy stoner metal tones. Oranges are great for that. But for like no, for what you guys do and you kind of need that tighter, punchier. So the the mesas do that very very well. Yeah, yeah I love my. Well, now John's rocking the uh, the Mark Tremonti fifteen, the PRS one, the MT fifteen. Oh, nice. He's got that dude in that for being like a little fifteen water. That thing's got balls. I remember when we played that the show that we played together because I I played with two bands that night and when uh, me and Lenny and Jim were playing Jim had his like little electric mandolin through someone's uh, was that your EVH stack or was that John? No, that was John's. Yeah, because I think Lenny plugged into my my Mesa stack. Okay, yeah, I just Jim had the the electric mandolin. I have a picture yeah. of him just holding this little mandolin just next <laughs> next to a fifty one fifty three all that. No, no, no. I think Lenny just went DI right in because he just went straight acoustic. I think he had acoustic, yeah. Yeah. But I offered him. I'm like, dude, run it through. Maybe he did. I don't know. I got to text him. I can't I don't remember. That was such a weird, unfun gig for me. It did. It was completely unexpected. Like, I don't know. It was just a, it was, it was small, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I, well, with my, Band. Yeah. If band history had been different, it would have been a way more fun gig. What well, other you guys had? Um, that young kid, bass player, right? Yes, I'm not gonna name band names just in case, like, because no, 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 I'm with you. I'm with you. But 
Yeah, it was just like, I think that was the final gig I played with that specific band, and it was just... Was it really? Yeah. More. No, I think, because that one was in like November. Because I think we played like right before Thanksgiving. It was either the weekend before Thanksgiving or the weekend. Yes, yeah, it was. Yeah. No, I, I had been just not happy overall. I, I had found a knack of being in bands that on the surface made it seem like they were way more prolific than they were. And then behind the scenes, it's a complete shit show. Yeah. And-, and it had been like a year plus straight of just that kind of stuff in, mul- <laughs> in multiple bands. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. And I, I just had to like. I'm like, I, I gotta, I gotta get out of this. I gotta like figure some stuff out. Well, and it's you're supposed to, you know, it's music, so you want to, yeah, you want to have fun, you want to laugh and carry on, not military regimented. Of yeah. this is it. I already did it. Like, don't nope. I've already written all of my parts to something that you're you're gonna learn how I'm doing. Like, it's not, no, it's not how that works. So I'm definitely playing softer music in the couple bands that I'm in now than what I would have, I would have previously imagined myself to play, but I'm having fun with it. So it's all that matters. It's all that matters. I don't have like, I don't get bummed out when I see a gig on the calendar. Like I get excited. So I was like, I think that's what's supposed to happen. It's, it's kind of how it's supposed to work. Yeah, I've seen people, and it, so I've always been one of the like my old punk band. Mm-hmm. We turned it out of like all of my friends. It was like you know me. I play guitar. My brother. We got. I got a twin brother. Okay. But we don't look anything alike. I. It's actually like you and him look more like brothers than me and him do. Like complete one eighty of everything. Like, my mom and my aunt are twins, and they do not look alike at all. Yeah, we're fraternal. So he's like shorter, like he's got brown hair, brown eyes, like can grow a beard just by holding his breath. Like it's insane. <laughs> um, so we both got, you know, I got guitar and he got drums at the same time. So, you know, a couple years in of learning, and, you know, we were big into punk music. So then like our buddy Thane got a bass and I'm like, well, I don't really know how to, because I didn't really know. I barely knew how to play guitar. Right. I'm like, well, screw it. We're going to do a punk band. So That's like what I did. Figured something out on guitar, or and then we would show it to him, and then we had like a house party at my parents' house while they were down the beach. They didn't know this, and um, my buddy Steve was like, "Hey, I'm going to buy PA so people can have stuff to sing on." We're like, "All right, well, you're the singer now." <laughs> just, that's, that's usually just gonna, how it starts. How it's going to work? And he's like, "Uh, okay." And then my other buddy Chris was like, "Well." I like the rap. We're like, all right, cool. You're also a singer. Buy a microphone. And that's exactly how we started out. But like, it wasn't the greatest, but it was fun. But anytime we played out or anything, dude, we just had a complete blast with it. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously like all that broke up and then started from nothing. Like I rolled into it. They were already banned for like six months before I rolled into it, but it was all friends. So like, I can't, all my band stuff has been with friends, guys that I'm going to hang out with, whether we're playing music, we're at the bar, do whatever. Like, yeah. 
And that's- I, I have it as that like family atmosphere where like I can't just kind of like roll up into somebody's band and like, oh, hey, I'll play guitar. Yeah, I'll play guitar with you and have like no pre. I don't know. I'm, I'm weird like that. Like if, if we don't connect, we don't have like an actual like, hell yeah, I would drink with you and get in probably a lot of trouble with you and music aside. I, I, I don't know. I just I can't do it. Yeah, no, that's and that's completely the way it should be. Yeah, because like, I'll, I'll do session job. work for anybody. Oh yeah. If you know you're gonna pay me X amount a song to play drums for you, I will do that. But I don't. The stress of a live gig, it's not even the playing; it's just everything else that goes into it. Yeah, if it's, it's someone so- that you can't be like really tight homies with. It's just not worth it. No, because then it becomes work, and then it's you know. And it sounds like work, but yeah, you're still playing music, but it's the mental stress and shit with it that if you, if you mess up and you like hit a rim instead of a snare pop, yeah, you know that they're going to be like, you know what? Well, you, you messed up your drums because you're not supposed to play like that. Like, this is not what we're doing. We're playing a lot. It's like, no, you don't need that crap. It's straight up. Yeah. Huh? No, I'm good, buddy. You want to say hi to Mr. Adam? I thought he was going to break in. Come here. Dude, it's awesome. say hi? Oh, are we being shy? No, look, I just got a drink down. Thank you. Come here. You want to say hi real quick? Come here. And there's Minecraft stuff. <laughs> oh, now we're going to be shy. What's up? Can you say hey? No? Are we being shy? Look, Daddy finish up. We'll get on there and play guitar, okay? Deal? Yeah. All right. I'll see you in a minute, buddy. So that's all he's wanted. It's like, Dad, come on, let's go play guitar. Dad, let's go play guitar. I don't I don't talk to the press. That's my people's job. <laughs> dude, he's a rock star man. He doesn't know it yet. I'm tell dude, he's gonna he's gonna be insane. All right. So since you are required to do dad duty, I don't want to rob you of too much more time. That's all good, man. The reoccurring thing of my podcast. Yes. If you were to make a five-song playlist for today to just jam out to, what are those five songs going to be? So today to play. um, It's funny. I was actually going to do – I had him listen to it. We were in the car yesterday. And uh, like I said, I'm a big punk rock fan. And uh, 21st Century Digital Boy came on. Oh, that's a good one. So I had I cranked it, and I'm singing it to him, and he's just looking at me like, "What are you doing, Dad?" I'm like, "You're gonna learn the song. You're gonna love. It. You know what? We're playing this song today. We didn't get a chance to, but you know, so we'll go 21st Century Digital Boy, Bad Religion. Um, we've been rocking. Yesterday we had like a a really cool like reggae day. So my music taste goes from like Patsy Cline. To like Slayer, dude. To, I'm all over the map. Like I love all my reggae shit. If I'm in a reggae mood, I like my metal shit. When I'm in a metal, like my punk rock, like it's just. I don't I, like being I, bound or like stereotyped into one thing. You know, nah, the only thing I don't really like is country, and that's like we'll yeah. go from '80s, 1980s on country. Like, yeah, no, everyone's you know what I'm saying. When everyone's like, I don't like country. But everyone's like, I like, you know, Johnny Cash and that kind of stuff. 
Well, Johnny Cash was like Rockabilly. Elvis was kind of like Rockabilly. Yeah. But like like Willie Nelson. Um, but it's all like the older stuff yeah. that actually has the like, older oh, country really? stuff. I just I can't listen to because I can't identify with it. Yeah, like I live in a rural area, but like I don't identify with like having to farm or do anything of that vein. Nope. Whereas like the new stuff to me is just a commercial for whatever pickup truck, a bonfire, and a beer. Yeah. That's it. I mean Which I like all of those things. I just not I, in that way. And you know what drives me nuts, dude? Why does everybody that sing country have to do that twangy voice? Yeah. I guess I, I guess that and the banjo that's mixed way in the background is the only thing that makes it country. Well, like Aaron Lewis with Stain, love Stain, mud shovel, then whatever. I listened to one of his kind, and he threw the twang in here. I'm like, that's not no. Like, do you do you really? You can no, just sing. No. Like now, if he cuts a reggae version, is he going to start talking like Jamaican and have like a whole Jamaican thing to it? Like that would be funny. Work. I mean, that one Rancid album was kind of weird where they did it in Jamaica. Was that Life Won't Wait? It was a good album, though. It was. It, I'm not saying it's bad. It was just. Yeah, but you didn't hear Tim Armstrong being like, ah, bloody that, bloody my, what no, a beat. You could tell he wanted to. He kind of did. There's yeah, definitely, an, there's an outtake in there somewhere where the engineer had to hit the talk back. He's like, maybe you don't go that <laughs> far with it. So, all right, so for the reggae thing, um, so we'll do 21st Century Digital Boy, uh, Ballyhoo, the local Maryland, you know, Harford yeah, County. I know those dead ass. Well, I don't, know them but i know of them we played a bunch of shows with them and can't hang when we were like in the shitty punk rock band okay. so we kind of grew up like got to be friends with them and all that um we were listening i was actually messing around on acoustic day the other day with something that popped in my head for they got like a new song out renegade okay i'm gonna so, make a playlist of all of these songs that people can listen to as well uh, right on yeah, yeah. Dude, that's a that's a great song yeah, so 21st Century Digital Boy will do, uh, yeah, Renegade from Ballyhoo. Um, let's see. We'll do – I already did it, but I might revisit it today. Um, no Use for a Name, uh, Feed in the Fire. Excellent choice. Covered that. I I did a guitar cover on I think it's on my YouTube channel. Okay. I think like three people have seen it. Um, what else? I know Carson likes playing bleed. So I'll go through my, you know, my song bleed. Uh, oh, and he loves to listen to welcome home from Coheed and Cambria. That's a great one. So, which is weird. I don't really like a lot of their songs. Actually, that's the only song of theirs. I like, they have like three or four songs that I like that song's awesome. Cause Phoenix has been on the podcast a couple of times and he's yeah. a huge Coheed and Cambria fan. And mine and his music taste is vastly similar, but very, very different. Yes. I guess vastly different, but very similar in some ways. Whereas like he's all about Coheed and that kind of stuff as far as like prog stuff goes. But he doesn't like Tool, where like Tool's a top three band for me, but I can't get into Coheed. I Dude, I can't. Welcome Home is the only song that I heard from them. And I automatically went, I don't know what that is. I like that. And then the guitar riff is just epic. Dude, so I learned how to play that that whole song like I don't even like way before I had just cuz it was so 
it just sounded awesome. Yeah. So I learned that. And then I, you know, obviously over years I forgot how to play it. So now he watches like YouTube a lot. Mm-hmm. Like he just wants to play, you know, you've seen him play guitar with YouTube in the back or like, yeah. Oh, we got this little electronic drum machine. Um, so now he's all about watching the guy with the two guitars and it's welcome home. It's like yeah, guitar it's center session. The guitar whatever. center one. Yeah. That one's cool. So he's like, daddy, can you learn how to play this? Like, you know what? Daddy actually does know how to play. I'd... So then like, I I think I got, I got home early and he was still at daycare. So I like real quick to try to be, you know, like superhero daddy went right down was like, shit, right? How do I play this again? <laughs> like, we learned it. He came home and I'm like, come here, buddy, sit down hit play. So he put, you know, grabs my phone and he hits play, pulls the video up and I'm there playing with it. And he's like, daddy, you're so awesome. I didn't know you knew that song. Do you know those guys? Do you know the, but I'm like, Nope. I don't know anybody, but I just know that like, it took me an hour to relearn it, but here you go. Daddy looks awesome. again. Anything to look cool. So yeah, we'll go top five, 21st century digital boy, renegade, uh, the hell was the other one? Um, Feet in the Fire, No Use for Your Name, Bleed, My Band, obviously, and then From Coheed and Cambria. Cool. Now you can do a bonus track. I uh, like an honorable mention. He also, and we watched the hell out of it a lot, Whitechapel, um, the drum playthrough with Alex Rudinger of When a Demon Defiles a Witch. Oh, yeah. He loves, so Alex is from Frederick, Maryland. Mm-hmm. Uh my buddy Jeff sent me a video of it just to drum play there. So it's like no vocal. So, you know, he has no idea that it's all right. But he watches Alex Redinger on the TV with the music and his little drum pad. That's cool. So we got to watch, you know, we watch Alex every night and then we watch welcome home. So there you go. We'll do that one. He's so metal for being four. Like when I was four, I remember watching like Genesis live from the eighties and I was like, Dude. Oh, <laughs> Genesis Live. No, 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 I'm sorry. Phil Collins Circus Live, I think, was like the first cassette tape my parents got me. So it's weird. My mom and my dad's music tastes were so. My mom was all the oldie station. So I grew up on like Janet Dean, uh, the Beach Boys, all that stuff, like all the 50s doo wop. And then getting to the part where my dad was in it was like 98 Rock, DC 101. So. I remember we got my brother got Phil Collins live the Carousel Live cassette, and of course you know we twins, so we had to share it because yeah, what the hell else were we And then I got Motley Crue Decade of Decadence live. Okay, We're not live. I'm sorry, but the Decade of Decadence Greatest Hits cassette tape. So we always switched it, and then from then on it was like we got um when Genesis came back with like I Can't Dance, mm-hmm. we got that cassette. And then it was shit. I don't remember the hell we are. I think it was like Elton John, the one. So just of like how we were raised with everything. Yeah. And then after that, my dad snuck in like Ozzy Osbourne, no more tears. <laughs> yeah, keep- I, so do you like, yeah. Cause like it was my grandfather. Cause we, uh, I live like my mom and I still live with my grandparents when I was like really, really little. So like my earliest memories were like, him my grandfather like in the back room or like driving me to like kindergarten or picking me up and it was like all like phil collins and tom petty and bruce springsteen and all that stuff but then at the same time like my uncle would come back from college and he was really into like 
Rage Against the Machine and all, like I remember being little and like Audio Slave came out. So, You're so old. And then at the same time, I'm playing like all the Tony Hawk like skateboarding games on yeah. PlayStation and getting exposed to all the punk rock stuff. So it's weird. Music is so like for every musician, it's so coincidental, I feel. Well, it always takes you back to where you may not have known saying like, I got really big into punk rock because my, my family lived down the beach and mm. we basically lived down there all summer. My cousin was two days younger than me and my brother. So we're like, he got into surfing. We yeah. got into surfing. You know, he got into skateboarding. We all got into skate. So it was like every video that we watched, it was all punk rock. Yeah. So like, you know, I, I think it was like Thresher's learn how to skate or something. It was like, I don't remember who the skater was, but he dressed up like some dorky dude. But I, I know whole, what you're talking about. Yeah. But like the whole thing was all like no effects, Pennywise, Misfit. <laughs> so that's how we got into it. Cause it was like, well, okay, we skateboard. I guess this is what we have to listen to. Right. And then it's just like, holy shit, you like no effects. You know who they are? You know, way before internet days of like, you know, you wear a no effects shirt. Good luck trying to find one, but then you wear one and then someone's like, I like no effects. Yeah. Really? And then it's, you just became like best friends with everybody. There's a, um, there's a hardcore band called every time I die. And they're yeah. one of my favorite bands ever. And I had the new junk aesthetic t-shirt my freshman year of high school. And I've already told this story on the podcast. So if anyone's heard it before, you're going to have to hear it again. Deal with it. And there was some dude and it was like his fifth year of high school, but he was still in like ninth grade math. And, and no, yeah, 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 yeah. no judgment from me because I'm not a math guy. Yeah. But like he wanted to like beat me up and take my homework. And it was like, well, no, dude, because you if you're gonna take my homework for like wanting to get a better grade, like take it from history or something else, like history or English. That that's I gotcha. Yeah. But there was another senior in like um, the same every time I die shirt, just like walking down the stairwell. And he's like, you should probably leave that kid alone because he's pretty cool. I don't know this dude. Never talked to him. But when we would see each other in the hall, it was just the head nod like, what's up? So, yeah, when you see someone in the same band shirt as you. It's funny you say that, dude, because we had the same thing. Like I graduated in 2000. So I went into high school. I think it was like 96, 97 is when I started. Okay. So, but you know, I, I think I was thir- 12 or 13 going right into high school. Skinny as a rail. Sure. I think maybe I was like five foot three. Like, dude, I was such like, I didn't grow everything till probably like it was after high school. Like I was very late bloomer, but I remember walking in, I don't like maybe a hundred pounds skinny as a rail. And it was like the first week. And I had, uh, like, we were already in punk rock, which is so weird how now, you know, like, you look back and see, like, middle schoolers and it's, like, Justin Bieber or whatever. And I'm like, I was listening to the Misfits in, like, seventh grade. Yeah, I was. Like, like, a boys, whatever shirt of, like, a Misfits skull, like, all eighth grade. So, it was, like, first week of high school. I walked in and I had, I was wearing a Bad Brains, like, band in D.C. shirt. Like, love Bad Brains. Familiar. Big fan. The the a senior just dude Kenny, straight up shaved head Liberty Spikes punk rock painted jacket, like 
I've only really seen a couple of those people, but like when not, you see them in real life, you're like, wow. Yeah, like not in my high school. Like, holy shit! So like, I want like I'm staring at him. Like, hell yeah! And he looks and he's like, what? Are you just coming in? You're a ninth grader. I'm like, yeah, like scared. Like, holy shit! He's talking to me. Like, uh huh. He's like, and you're wearing a bad brain shirt. Like, uh huh. Like. Do you know who Bad Brains are? Like, no, my mom picked this out for me. Yeah, I'm like, um, yeah, that's why I got this shirt. I'm like, you know, I, it was like Right Brigade, Pay to Come. Um, and I'm trying to blame what the hell was one band in DC? The album. But I'm like naming all the, and he's like, what the hell is with these like little kids coming in punk rockers, but know their shit? Hell yeah, that's awesome. High five. And, we were like the rest of the school year, we were friends, and that was it. It was like I was friends with the, the punk rock guy. Like it was cool as shit. Nobody ever messed with us, and it was good. I uh, it was after high school because I'm usually just like up until recently have been very like introverted and like shy, like we're just more reserved. Yeah, yeah. But I was re- I remember being in community college and being in like the little lounge area. Mm-hmm class and there was like a girl in a ramon shirt and i was like all right nice didn't know anything about the ramones just was wearing it for fashion and i was like oh yeah see at least back when like mine for god it sounds so old before like the internet and all that other shit anybody could just buy it you know you had to go to a music place or like a punk store Mm -hmm. you actually buy like we had my grandmom had a a a candy stall on like Broadway market in Fells Point. So down the street, we had Chad street right across that had like all the punk rock metal shirts, whatever, all the doc yeah. Martin. And then you had reptilian records was like two blocks up with literally all the punk rock and hardcore shit. So like, if you wanted like a hate breed shirt, if you wanted a, a strife or sick of it all shirt, like you went up there, you went there. Yeah. Then like two blocks down with sticky fingers with like, well, you got like all the manic panic hair dye, all the leather jackets, like all the studded belts, a couple shirts. And then you had Soundgarden that had like kind of everything. So it was like the perfect place as like a young kid growing up with punk rock to be like, oh, wait a minute. I know where to get a studded belt at. Holy shit. I can go get my dead Kennedy shirt from up here and then go up to Reptilian and get my Unsane shirt and then go to Chat Street and get my blue docks. And like, right. so it was so funny that nobody knew where anything was but you knew exactly where the hell to go to get it yeah good work so, with the uh the unsane reference that's uh not a lot of people was, well they were they were on reptilian records right and so they were big pushing and loved unsane yeah i just don't get the like i'm gonna do i'm gonna embrace a culture just for fashion props well look at the the um i don't know with one of the kardashians wearing the slayer shirt yeah like you probably yeah, don't, don't listen to slayer I guarantee it. I guarantee it. But yeah. Other than Gary Holt wears to kill the Kardashian shirt and everything's right in the world. I like that. It's funny, yeah. <laughs> it, it works out. Irony, irony is a two-way street. Dude, I love it. Love it. All right, man. Well, I'm going to... I'll throw out my five songs and we'll wrap this up. Yep. Sounds good. All right. So, song number one... I haven't listened to any music today, which is weird. Uh, all right. Song number one is Halogen Eye by a band called Oh Brother. They just released a record called You and I this year, and it's very okay. good. 
So that'll be number one. Number two, you said unsane. So I'm going to go committed. That works. I think that's the track off of the one album with like the bridge on the cover. Yeah, I'm not good with song names. I'm terrible with it. Uh, Okay, so if it's not called committed, I apologize. And it'll be the right song when I release the playlist. Uh, Song number three will be uh, Transitions from Persona to Object by Botch. I'm going to go on the hardcore kick today. Uh, song four will be Invincible by a band called The Damned Things. It's uh, Keith of Every Time I Die. It's his side band. Yeah. It's like Scott Ian from Anthrax plays guitar and two yeah. guys from Fall Out Boy. And- I want to say... So who the hell turned me on? I think, I think Jim turned me on to them. Was Probably. That- it was either him or Chris. I can't remember. Probably no, Jim. It- I think it was that sent, that turned me on to because I I I hit Jim to every time I die. Well, not initially. Like he listened to him like way back in the day, but I, in my fandom, brought that back. And then I was like, "Have you checked out his side band? They're a little bit more accessible than the chaotic nature of Every Time I Die." Yeah, but since we're talking about them, I will end my fifth song with Underwater Bimbos from Outer Space by Every Time I Die off of X-Lives. There you go. So, boom. Yeah. Hope people like hardcore. Uh, They will. If not, you you will learn. Uh, Cool. So just, uh, yeah, plug yourself and your band and your band mates and happenings, and we'll we'll wrap this up. Hell yeah. So we got our website is fromnothingband.com. Facebook, I think it's from nothing Baltimore. Instagram, from nothing MD. Uh, I think it's the same on Twitter, but who the hell cares? I'll try to link as much as possible when I release. This. Uh, my socials: Mike Slasky, Mike F N Slasky. I think it's Spicy Mike A two on Instagram. Yes, you were in my phone as Spicy Mike. That's funny, and dude. I so I got that. Nick- I got that nickname. I worked at a tattoo shop. My buddies from pretty much since I was like 20 till about like 25 ish, 26. Everybody had nicknames. Okay. I also worked at McCormick's at the time. So okay. my car was with spices, everything just smelled of spices. So that's hilarious. That's how I got spicy Mike by always smelling like freaking McCormick's. I love how you got that nickname through working at a tattoo shop and the name of this playlist came from a nickname that got brought back up by my buddy who does everyone in the family's tattoos nice so that's yeah. funny so uh yeah hopefully uh the band we got you know john amoriello is the singer rob landon's the bass player steve hibzinski i think i never knew how to pronounce his last name i'm like yes yeah, steve the drummer from nothing steve from steve Cody. I'm like yeah steve drummer yeah. um yeah so we're going finally in June into Vital Root Studio. My boy Jeff Murphy, his thing up, you know, close to you. Nice. We're going in June to finally start doing the uh, our full length. Um, no clue on what the hell's going on with any of the shows yet. Just kind of sucks because nobody knows. You don't want to book it, book it, book it, and then nope. Sorry, 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 sorry. So we have no idea. Uh, I think we're going to start doing. Me and John did an acoustic thing. Um, yeah, he did one with the masks. It was enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, that was. 
surprisingly easy. It was actually kind of, cause it's like a breathable material. So okay. it was no issues. Um, hopefully we get, we'll do it like another one, like live from practice. Um, other than that, until shit pans out, that's about it. All I know is studio in June to finally record. So hopefully well, we were that. hoping to have, we were hoping to have the new one done this year, but who the hell knows now? It might not be till 2021. Yeah, no one knows. I'm just glad things are starting to get somewhat back to normal. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, I just want to go to the bar and hug people and <laughs> drink. Not even get drunk. I don't like getting drunk. I, I, I don't really drink that a lot anymore. I've been, been nice. drinking a lot more. I I think a lot of people have, but like it started really messing with my head. Not even no. like getting drunk, just like I would have a beer and then I would be really sad. That's not good. Don't drink yeah. a beer. So I was like, I'm no, not going to see ours. Is, it's just been like running around with the kids and it's kind of like, yeah, okay, sure. We'll have a mimosa in the morning. Like I, right, what? it's one o'clock. Let, let's do a margarita. I would love you know, to partake. Like, I, I just don't know why all of a sudden it was just like, and depressing. It's not a bad thing though, dude. Look, but at least you're figuring it out before it got way out of control and, you know, turned into something really, really dangerous or bad or whatever. Like, you, yeah, you realized it. Yeah. Can't like, I, I miss having like craft beer. I like, I like the taste of beer. I just don't like the side effect of not being in a good mindset. And it's probably just because I'm an overthinker. And I think if like, if I were really busy and I had, you had your mind on something else, yeah. and, eh, you'll see when everything opens back up, try it out. And if you still feel the same, then it is what it is. It's just not for me. And that's okay. Just try math. Yeah. Go. <laughs> You're the Joe exotic way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I haven't watched that series cause I'm not really a TV guy, but no, don't, don't. All right. Don't. I got suckered into it. And it's no, it's not the most you know revolutionary thing. Okay. I'll, you know I'll, that's, that's I'll it. Wikipedia it. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm the type where like, I know a lot of people because they were talking about it, like, dude, you got to see these people. They're train wrecks. And then to where I'm the type where I see somebody like, like that, like dude, he treats his people like shit. They eat expired meat. They live in like trade, like dude, it's right, right. to where I'm like, you people can do so much better. Why don't you understand this? Like, yeah, you should, reach for more and not be happy. Like if you're, if you wake up and you go, I live in a trailer, I do math because he gives me math. I get to eat expired meat. That's entire Like if you don't think that's an issue, you need to see somebody or talk to somebody. You should never just settle. Like, so the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, you people could be so much better. Do yeah. something better. Do something better. Don't yeah. I don't get the, like watch the train wreck culture. No, and they're like, oh my God, dude, it's so great. You get to see a train. I'm like, no. No, like, this is un this is like, uncomfortable. I don't know these people, but I kind of want to help them. Like, you can do better. Don't don't smoke meth and get the hell out of the trailer and stop eating expired meat. Like, nobody lives like this. I don't know if you know, like yeah. you can be a better person. Just if you want if you want to live in a trailer because you're like, it's cheap and I don't really care about housing or having a nice one, go ahead. No judgment. But if, but if getting inspired me from a tractor trailer that's already warm and hot and you're like, hell yeah, payday. Like you can, you can get something that's maybe a day from expired. Like yeah. let's drive. Let's make goals. <laughs> we'll get that. Maybe eat it on the expiration date. 
Right? That's and better then, than, like, oh, shit, it expired last week, but it's okay. It'll be all right. Like, no, no, you're better. You can do better. Yeah. So, yeah, people do. that note, don't watch Joe Exotic because it makes you depressed. Yeah, don't be depressed. It's not yeah. trendy or cool. Get yeah. talk, talk to a buddy. Call up a buddy and be like, hey, man, not talk in a great down. spot. Right? Cool. Uh, when you guys book more shows, you should definitely come back and we should do another one. Oh, yeah. I actually have something to plug right now. All I got is studio in June. That's, that's all of my music thing. friends have been like, well, I would like to talk to you about something that's going on, but uh, we got shit going there's on. nothing going on. I'll say I'm excited. I got new uh, lace pickups are coming hopefully next week for my Explorer. I get to put them in. Nice. How'd your playthrough go? Uh, I don't know. I think they're still editing. I know they're like all backlogged and everything with it, but I mean, I made it, sent it to them. I mean, Said it really awesome. They're gonna edit. I probably throw the lace logo in intro something. I'm not really sure, but nice. So hopefully that pops up soon, and then I'm sure I got to do another one for these. Nice. Which I like doing. It's weird. I never thought I'd be like a video guy. I'm liking it. So, I I definitely when I put myself in those situations, I that side of me definitely comes out, and I enjoy it. Yeah, but I, I like really, I like making a fool of myself. At myself. Like I look back and I'm like. I don't know what the hell to, you know, I'm so used to playing either in front of people or with other people or at home, like with my boy. Then it's like, now I got a video of myself. And I'm like, I don't know. Do, like, do I look at the camera? Do I not look at the, like, I have no idea what the hell to do. Yeah. Like, no, I just don't know what to do with my head. Like, all right, you know, at this point I know where everything is. So I can mm-hmm. stare at, but then it's like, well, no, if I stare at the camera, it's just awkward. It's just, you just like, just like looking and, like, and it's like, well, all right, well, I'm looking at the guitar in the camera, so it's like I'm not looking at, I don't know. And then you like, it's same, there, there's your everything. I overthink me videoing me playing guitar. Hey, every, I think everyone does it. Well, I end every episode with uh, do what you love, love what you do, travel light, and don't be a dick. So, I like it. Yeah, I would like to print that on shirts one day. I'll wear it. Sweet. All right, man. Well, enjoy uh, father-son guitar time. Yeah, man. Adam, enjoy your day, brother. Dude, thank you so much for inviting me. I had a blast. Thanks for uh, coming on. And we'll do another one. We clink beers or waters or ripple or whatever at that point. I I will be excited to see you in person. It has been far too long. long. Yes. So, all right, man. Be good. Enjoy your weekend. You too, man. Dude, I'll talk to you later. Later, man. See ya.